Welcome back to Project Healing. I am Catherine, psychic medium, intuitive healer, and with me is my beautiful co-star. <laughs> Jenna, empathic healer and psychic medium. So we had a plan kind of for today, and it was to talk about living in the moment. But in uh, what what am I looking for? What are the words there? In 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 homage to that, to pay tribute yeah. to that idea. We are just going to fly by the seat of our pants here. So we've kind of, both of us, has ha- we've had a little bit of a rough weekend. I mean, Jenna, you are a dance instructor, right? And your yes. recital was supposed to be this weekend. Yes. And that's hard because we're in the middle of COVID pandemic still. And, and everyone's still going through all of these sacrifices. And I think it's really difficult. And then on top of it, we're in the middle of of another, what do we call this? with with the racial like a race war practically it feels like where but it's not it's yeah it's a learning phase what are we going through what is the world going through right now let's be confused together it's a huge shift i mean it really is um there's so much division between us but at the same time there are so many of us that are standing up and coming together and waking up and seeing the bigger picture. And so I would just say a shift would be the way to describe it. It is. You're right. It's a shift. This is why I keep Jenna around. <laughs> she just brings me right back down <laughs> <Thanks>. to earth. <laughs> it is. It's a huge shift. And it's freaking bonkers. And I have to say from the perspective of of a mom of two with a bun in the oven, I just feel like I'm a little sick of it lately, and that's kind of what propelled the idea to talk about living in the moment because I'm getting so frustrated with such little things lately and all the day-to-day stuff that we're stopped from, and oh my God, I don't even know. Like the other day, we're going to, we're just going to, we're going to, what is that when you just talk without direction? That's daily life for me. (laughs) There's a phrase for it though. (laughs) We're that's just gonna, a, yeah, that's a day in the life of Jenna and Catherine. It is. We've got the blah blahs today. But mm-hmm. I want to talk about so many different things, I feel like, and they're all just kind of getting stuck in my mouth. One thing with everything going on with the shift, with with so much tension and nervousness and all of that, we have seen a lot of people turning around to stand up together, which is beautiful. And then on my end of things over here, I had an experience the other day where we were walking through our neighborhood and there's a large family of color that lives down the street. And this woman walking her dog was like, what's going on down there? She was nervous about it. I was like, they're just neighbors. It's a big family. I was like, we think the grandma lives there. Family's over there all the time. Honestly, it was weird during COVID not seeing that house like full of people spilling out of it. It's always such like a high vibe place. There's so much going on over there. And she was nervous. She changed her route to keep walking. And it made me so mad because that's the fear that we're trying to get away from. And she looked like she thought it was like a riot starting or something down there. I'm like, no, it's not a riot. It's a family going for a walk. Jeez. It just really like it keeps like popping up and popping up. And it's so hard to get away from. And I think it's really made me kind of realize how fortunate I really am to not be on the receiving end of that. Yes. 
Yeah. Um, you know, speaking of living in the moment, the fear that has been basically shoved down our throats with COVID and then with our current, um, social situation, um, is making it hard for many of us to be able to live in the moment. It is, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I think when you said that this is what you wanted to talk about, I was like, oh my goodness, this could go in so many different directions, which is why I think we're having a tough time kind of kind of reeling it in. Jenna's have a having a um, tough time holding on to pens over there. It's spirit telling I, I her to stop taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> I had a crystal in my hand and I threw it across the room, okay? That's what happened. <laughs> of course it was a crystal. Up and then try to hold a crystal. <laughs> anyway. This is who we are. Uh yeah, no, you're exactly right. And this is this is I told Jenna when we started today, I said, I don't really have a clear direction at all, just so you know. So this is wherever we're going, we're going. It is so hard to live in the moment right now. And I think about, too, with having, even before all of this, but just having small children. Because, you know, your daughter's the same age as as my youngest for now. <laughs> and then um, mm-hmm. your son is seven. Yeah, he'll be seven in August. Okay. So when you have really small children, it's hard to just get up and go, right? Like you have to have all of the things all packed together. And I think I am sitting in a spot where I was finally able to start living in the moment with my kids. And now that's shifting with the newborn coming. And I think I'm feeling some kind of way about that. But It's also to say like living in the moment is a mindset. It's not just to get up and go. It's taking in what's around you and really appreciating that, right? So that's where I was today, trying to take in each little moment and just appreciate it for what it was. But I have to be honest, I don't think I really appreciated any of it until they were sleeping tonight because they were just so (laughs) awful today. (laughs) So living in the moment, it's about the lessons we're learning right now. And I think that's part of what this whole pandemic is all about, isn't it? Yeah, it's funny because I just said that it's hard to live in the moment, but then I started thinking about it and I'm like, actually, though, when we all went into quarantine, in a way, we were forced to live in the moment. Our schedule slowed down. Um, You couldn't run from A to B. And we were forced to just like, kind of, in a way, fly by the seat of our pants and, and make up things as we went because there were all these new rules and there were all these new like restrictions of things that we were just so used to being our normal day to day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I guess in a way it made us live in the moment and in a way it took away some of that, if that even makes sense, but oh, you, know, it does. Like you can't just, yeah, like you can't just pick up and go to the park right now, but you have to make the best of what your situation is at home because that's what you're dealing with 100% I I think it's also offered a lot of healing space for people if you've taken advantage of that like I look at the beginning of this I said to my husband I was like well this is make or break for us isn't it (laughs) but it really and sincerely though it was and I think that it's been really like a make really a make for us with exception to that poor man this morning. I feel like every time we record, because we record on Sunday evenings, 
when our children are sleeping and we're done with with whatever it has been for the week or the weekend that has like ravaged us right and by that time of day i have all sorts of mic jokes to tell but (laughs) he really works so hard and he puts up with so much and he tries so hard (laughs) um yeah but it is all about living in the moment and this has given us a lot of opportunity to be able to do that and to seek more healing like yes definitely diving in with uh nike oria a couple weeks ago talking to her about femininity and balancing masculine and, and feminine energies and then connecting with different healers that like uh the numerologist larissa i can't remember her last name you still have to connect with her she is so fantastic yes. but she's on yeah, tiktok too I really want to do that Connecting with all of these healers, we wouldn't have had the opportunity to do that if the world was still spinning and we didn't have to force ourselves to slow down. So I guess this is in essence saying this is our short speech about making the most out of the opportunities put in front of you because it's all about perspective and taking that through just changing your perspective on whatever it is that you're sitting in. If you hate the situation and you can't change it, then you got to flip your perspective, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Flip your perspective and or be able to adjust to the situation at hand. So um, I think living in the moment also means that when things aren't going right for you, you have to look inside yourself about like and figure out how to move forward and how to change that. 100%. I think about stuff like Mike's active duty military He's Navy. He's deployed twice since we've been together, never since having children, which is really frightening for me now, but we'll be okay. And I know that. And I think about who I used to be growing up and how how much something like this, or I I, I hear my sister or my mom or, or friends who don't have military exposure talk about like, oh my God, how do you survive that? And for us, it's just our way of life, right? So yep. he'll be gone And the question will be, oh, well, when is he coming home? I don't know, sometime in the fall. What do you mean sometime in the fall? September, October, November? I mean, I don't know, sometime in the fall. How do you just not know? I'm like, I literally don't know. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) It is what it is. Well, I know he's coming home in September now. Okay, so what date? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I'm like, we're not doing this again. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you (laughs) at all. So... That has really been huge in teaching me that I can't have control over everything. So I feel like, too, when it slipped into this pandemic mode, for me, it was just like, okay, this is our new stuff. Yeah. This is just the way that it is because we're so used to it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And see, and I was was in a different space because I went from having such a rigid, intense – sometimes overwhelming schedule of go, go, go that all of a sudden everything slowed down. And it was like, wait, what do you mean? I don't have to go there and I don't have to do this. And my kids aren't going to be doing this on this day. And all of a sudden my schedule was no longer a schedule. Um, but I, I was lucky enough to be led to use this time for healing and, Luckily, I'm adaptable enough to do that. So that's what I did. Do you find it interesting, too, that a lot of people um, that struggled with that transition, it's almost like they're used to living in the chaos and they're used to having 
everything going around them that they can't actually take a beat and lay down for a minute and soothe themselves. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because that was me, 100%. I would always just be flying, 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 flying. And when I had, like, when I was forced to stop, it was like, okay, what am I going to do next? Yeah. You know? So I still I still had that mentality. It didn't really go away, but I tried to shift it into something a little less intense instead. Yeah, you're still <laughs> really busy all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> you definitely are. But, you're still really busy, but I get it. It's how you roll. Yeah, I'm a little bit more in control of it, I'd say, now, for the time being at least. So that's cool. Yeah. I'll take it. I dig that. I've noticed, too, with a lot of – so Jenna and I are both on TikTok now because, you know, we're over 30 and cool. So (laughs) being on there and doing free psychic readings on it, I don't know about you, but a lot of the questions that I get are about – in fact, today I turned it off because I was like, I cannot answer one more of these questions – about women asking, when am I going to meet my soulmate? When am I going to meet my twin flame? When am I going to meet the love of my life? When is this going to happen? Stop pushing through all of the good things that happen. Sometimes you have to know that you're going to meet 6,000 frogs before you find that prince, right? So what does it matter when you're going to meet them? You have lessons to learn along the way. And I think that's why I get so frustrated with those like those questions in particular, because you, that person isn't going to be this perfect image of the perfect man who just solves all of your problems. You still have to do that work. Right. He's not going to fix it all. I think the thing that the, the relationship question doesn't bother me that much. Like, will I find somebody? It's the fact that we like, I see so many women that need to have a timeline. They're like, well, it's got to fit into my life plan. And I think by doing that, we're letting our lives pass us by. 120,000%. Yes. That's yeah. It's like we're fixated on the wrong stuff. Like, let's talk about what you can do before you meet the man. This is what you need to work on next. And then we'll go forward. Exactly. (laughs) What did you, what was your timeline like from high school on up? Like, what did you do? How did that progress? Um, what do you mean as far as like, like my scheduling and, and that like kind of work? thing? So I went right into the workforce when I graduated high school. I started working in childcare the summer after I graduated high school because I, I did not know what I wanted to study. Um, and then I think I was there at the daycare and I was doing nanny, like in-home nannying for about a year when I realized that I wanted to study early education. So I was working full time and decided to pursue um, a degree online so that I could still continue to work. Um, and that took me way longer than I will ever admit. So we won't talk about that. Um, Timelines. Um, <laughs> they don't matter. Um, <laughs> true. <laughs> true. So um, let's see here. Oh, I don't even know how long it took me, actually, if I'm really thinking about it. Took me a few years to get my degree, like longer, like probably two years over what it was supposed to be, I believe. Um, but in that time, I also was kind of like growing through the motions at my job and working my way up. I also became a dance instructor. <sighs> my goodness. About three years after I graduated high school, I became a dance instructor. And then I did that forever. I 
yeah. you know, became a childcare director, continued to teach dance. Then my kids came. Then I decided I wanted to go back for more schooling. So I had Cameron. I went back and did more schooling while I had him when he was little. Um, and then I met Catherine. And my life changed. <laughs> I just want to point out she didn't even bring up when she met her husband, but I came into that. Oh. <laughs> oh, but that's because I met my husband when I was a child. You did. I'm so, teasing. 100. percent I'm joking. Um, <laughs> but Catherine's my point my soulmate. is, <laughs> my point is, like, I went through high school. I graduated toward the top of my class. I went straight to college. I did one semester away from home ish. Like, I went to Buffalo versus like being in Batavia, which was like, you know, like 30 minutes away. Um, (laughs) And then I went to, I went from there back to community college. I went from community college to just working to join the Navy, which lasted like nine months, got out of that, which is a story in and of itself. And then ended (laughs) up getting married, moving to Virginia beach, getting divorced, moving back to New York all by 22, (laughs) moving back down to Virginia beach because goodbye New York weather I was done with that and I was, I was once you're exposed once you're out man it's so hard to go back and then I came um I came back down I got married two years later I think it was to my now husband yep and then I was waiting tables forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and another ever in the in like the meanwhile I was going to two three three different colleges down here on campus and then two different online schools. <laughs> this is crazy. And now that I, when I put this all out, I'm like, wow. And then the whole time, oh my God, so many different things happened. And I remember waiting on this table and I told them that I was going back to school and the guy was telling me how his brother didn't get it all figured out until he was in like his thirties. And he's like, he said, as long as you keep going, and you keep not even with school. He's like, as long as you keep focusing on what it is that makes you tick, then you're doing the right thing. And that really stuck with me. I didn't stay in school <laughs> because it didn't make me tick and it wasn't what I wanted. And ultimately, yeah. I ended up falling into this and doing what we do now with healing and readings and helping people in that way. But ultimately, if I weren't living in the moment, if I weren't allowing myself to go through those motions without listening to other people in their timelines, I never Mm -hmm. would have ended up here. So you're absolutely right. right. We put way too much pressure on the timeline, way too much pressure on the timeline. There are so many moms I do readings for who have their kids in like their senior year of high school or something. And they're like, just tell me my daughter's going to go to college. Well, she's not, just so you know, and it's going to be okay because she has questions about herself that she needs to answer first. And they're way more important, I think, than a lot of the, like that classroom structure, you know, at least my opinion. Absolutely. I, I was, I think the way I was raised, like my, my parents always encouraged us to follow our passions. So I think I was (laughs) lucky in a way because I on a whim started working is like, that was the thing for me that you I started. What? I'm kids. so sorry. So I, I kind of like, Oh, um, working in childcare, mm. like right out of high school. And then I realized that that was 
that was part of my passion and that kind of propelled me forward. But if I wouldn't have taken the chance to just go work at this daycare, I would have never known that, you know, um, that was like my first real job, if you will. And then it ended up being like my forever job, like the job that made me want to study what I studied and, um, made me build all these beautiful connections and this beautiful network of people that I know, I just think things would have been so different if I would have been too afraid to just jump in, you know, and listen to my gut, listen to my gut and follow my passion and do what I love to do. You're such an interesting blend of the note taker and the, the like F it, let's do this. It's so confusing sometimes. I'm like, oh, my God, this is what it's like talking to me, isn't it? I keep hearing my mom, my dear sweet mother. She's so perfect. I love her so much. She listens to every episode, every episode, and calls me after to tell me what she thinks about it. I just love it so much. I am so oh, blessed to that. have that in my life, and I know that. And I'm okay. If if she were our only listener, I'd still be okay with that because she. I know she means it. That's part of being psychic, right? When she's just like, oh, that was good versus like, I'm not kidding you. When I tell you I really enjoyed that, I'm like, thank you. I, I'm happy to hear that. Aww. But she went back to school when I was in the third grade. And she took until I think I was about 16. I think I was in 10th grade when she finished her master's. So she, like you talk about a long timeline, Oh my God, did she take forever? So for me, going to school was a really big deal and not doing it the way that she did it was a really big deal. So every time I got closer and closer to not having a degree and doing life differently, I just felt like, like shame around that. Like it wasn't, it wasn't the path I was supposed to be walking. And now that I'm, and it's not that she put that on me either at all. It was my perception. Um, but it is. It's that timeline. That timeline's a son of a bitch, isn't it? It gets everybody. Yeah, it makes you look f- at what happened for you when you started living in the moment and following something that you were passionate about. I it, know. You blew up, girl. You blew up. It's crazy. I'm toot your horn real quick. Toot toot. Thank toot, you. Toot, toot. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> we just finished reading the potty train. It goes chugga chugga poo poo. Um, <laughs> that's what you reminded me it. of. but you're absolutely right. And that's something I just said to my husband a couple days ago. I was like, I'm doing the damn thing and it feels good. And look what happens when you do it. You bring people with you, people who are eager and willing and excited to come along for the ride. You've got to stop trying to plan. See, that is the point of our show today. It's you've got to stop trying to plan every single little thing out. You can have an outline, but you cannot dot every I and cross every T. Sometimes you just have to say, well, that got fucked up. Let's keep going. Because yeah. you don't have to know what the answer is on the other side, which is a really hard lesson to learn. I think I'm finally getting it. You don't have to know what's on the other side. Yeah, that's where I'm still struggling. So can you pull me onto that boat with you? Because that's where I'm still struggling is I'm like, I got to see it. I got to see it. But it's so (laughs) much easier when you can go, okay, I'm just going to trust that the universe is going to bring me exactly what it is that I need to flourish and exactly what it is I need to survive. And it's then it's going beyond survival. What did Nike, um, Jenna and I just had Nike Aurea on a couple of weeks ago, and she talked about, we both immediately booked um, Divine Feminine 
coaching sessions with her, which we really encourage sure that you guys did. do. We're going we're gonna to plug her again in our show notes because we're obsessed yep. now. Sorry, Nike, you've got stalkers. Yep. Um, she talked about <laughs> how with like the abundance mindset, when she was channeling, she heard that it's really important that we don't just that idea of filling your cup. It goes beyond that and it's filling every cup. Why does it have to be just one cup? Let's fill all of our cups. So we're constantly in overflow. Yes. And I loved that. I yeah. was like, this is so perfect. This makes so much sense. So much sense. So yeah, that actually really spoke to me too, because I get all the time because I am mom. I'm a childcare director. I teach dance. I now coach intuitive students and I'm, a, and I'm, I do readings and people are like, why do you do so much? Because those are the things that I'm passionate about. Yeah. So for me, it doesn't feel like so much because I love what I do and that's the difference. 100%. Difference. All of yes. my cups are being filled. <laughs> and overflowing. And that overflow can bless other people as well. I love it. I love it so much. So start living in the moment. Start saying not everything has to mean something and that every plan has to go the way that it's supposed to. What is that? Um, I feel like that's a country song, isn't it? <laughs> when... The, I would have no idea. What? That's that's your genre oh, there. I no. got it. Hi. <laughs> um, <laughs> I made Mike listen to bluegrass music with me the other day, Soggy Bottom Boys. <laughs> He's like, oh, man. <laughs> that poor man. <laughs> anyway, um, I need to I need to bring this up because I know he doesn't listen, but I caught that guy sitting that guy. I caught that guy sitting on our back deck the other day on a real breezy summer night, sitting on the back deck, no shirt on, his like construction worker kind of shorts. It's like, they look like Tim's, but they're like Navy issue, like work boots. And he's got Mm -hmm. a glass of whiskey on the rocks. Okay. And then with that, what is he doing, Jenna? He's reading a book about Irish paganism. It's like, what Wait, is what? happening <laughs> with Joe Bonamassa playing? <laughs> oh, like, my good. I hope you documented that somewhere. Even if you just wrote it in a journal, please tell me that. It, I mean, it's documented here now. So now. I guess, I guess it's I like, this is not, this is not real life. Is this real life? <laughs> but he was living in the moment, Catherine. Don't take he that away from him. So in his moment, I literally, I walked back into the house and I just laughed for a minute. I came back out. I said, are you serious right now? <laughs> oh, oh my God, that guy. He's full of surprises. He makes me live in the moment. I always say he's the stick in the mud, but sometimes I don't know, man. And I completely forgot what my point was there, but I just needed everyone to to really, like, if you don't follow me on social media, go find me so you can see my goober husband so you can really pull the whole visual there. (laughs) It's so good. Gotta put it all together or else it won't be as good. (laughs) You seriously, he can, you can bring him right into, like, every metaphysical woo-woo conversation. And he's, when I told him I didn't know what a familiar, oh, that was a conversation we had before we started talking. Well, before we were recording, Nike had told me that my dog, who I call my soulmate, is my familiar. And now that I have to share this with you guys because I started talking about it. Of, And a familiar, <laughs> I guess it's like, you'd see like um, black cats with witches and that's like uh, their physical guide that's there to help them like ground and protect themselves in the physical realm and in, in the human realm, whatever. So 
She tells me this and I was blown away because I've always called that dog my soulmate. And I'm going to lose my train of thought here again. Oh, yeah, Mike and paganism. And I told him, I was like, yes. so guess what? When he's not my soulmate, but she's my familiar. And my husband goes, did you know what that meant? Like, no, I didn't. I, I mean, she had to explain it to me. He goes, I can't believe you. I'm like, you know what it means? He's like, yes, I know what it means. She's like your guide. She's there physically with you. I'm like, I know this. <laughs> That's amazing. What? That, that's amazing. Is well, wait. Is this new? Like, is this a new development with him, or has he always? No, been this is into because he's like always this? been into sci-fi books. Oh, okay. Yeah, like it. and it's from a series that he tried to get me to read that I won't name on here because I hated it and I thought it was poorly written, <laughs> and he said I was being <laughs> a literature snob, which is very possible, but it sucked so. Anyway, long of it, live in the moment, take the picture of your husband sitting outside half-dressed reading Irish paganism, sipping whiskey on the rocks, because what the hell, right? Okay. Oh, man, Jenna, do you think we've made ears bleed enough for the day? Um, I mean, if nothing else, we, we must have made somebody giggle, and that, that makes me okay. I'm okay with that. Okay God with bless that. anyone who knows my husband and just got a visual, right? All right. We love you all. Catch us next week on Project Healing. 